We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Monday, April the 10th, 2023, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, I break down this weekend series as South Carolina splits a pair of games against the number one LSU Tigers at Founders Park. Guys, I will give you all my full takeaways in the shortened series, thanks to Mother Nature. Also, we'll hand out the Ooh, ooh, series MVP award. I'll talk slap dig of the weekend, who's hot, who's not, and also talk what's next for the Ardcocks as well. Guys, we got a packed show for you here on this Monday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go down to the Prize Picks app, go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match. Up to $100. Guys, Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works you pick two to six players, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry, guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive 100% instant deposit match. Up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
may call it an exhibition. Heck, others may even say it's a quote-unquote glorified scrimmage. But for those of us who bleed the garnet and black, we know this simply as game week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, your host of the Spurs Up show, as always. Very excited to chat with each and every single one of you here on this Monday as we have a fantastic show lined up for you all. And as always, I hope this show does find you well. No matter where you are, what you're doing, hope you had a fantastic weekend for all of my golfers out there. Hope you enjoyed what was a great master, somewhat anticlimactic yesterday as Brooks Kepka sort of crumbled down the stretch, but the Spaniard John Rahm puts on the green jacket and wins the whole thing. Speaking of golf, by the way, a very exciting week for yours truly, as probably by the time you are hearing the sound of my voice, we are embarking to Hilton Head Island practically for the week and the RBC heritage looking forward to being down in the low country and maybe just maybe and I'd be willing to bet you we'll run into some low country Gamecocks if you will but again really excited to chat with you all here on this Monday looking forward to a fantastic week yet again and truly appreciate all of you your love your support and also your flexibility, and rolling with the punches in regards to content. I know you guys will do that this week. Because with that being said, there are changes to the content schedule in regards to the Daily Crow. Not so much the podcast. Obviously, you're hearing the sound of my voice today. The podcast will drop as normal Thursday, which will be a very big one. Because, of course, this weekend is the Garnet and Black Spring Game Thursday's podcast, I'll be previewing everything, breaking it all down, giving you guys a bit of a primer, if you will, and more on that in regards to content and what we're doing for the spring game in just a second. But of course, back to TDC, 10 to 12 p.m., 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. today through Wednesday. Obviously, being out of town, we had to shuffle some things around and trying to get out and about to the beach, to the golf course, if you will. I know, a really tough life. But thought we bump it up. I also think this will be a great opportunity in regards to just seeing how do we like sort of more of a morning slate, if you will, a morning time. So you guys can let me know, give me some feedback, what you all think about the 10A to 12P time slot. I know 12P to 2P has worked really well because it's the lunch break, what have you. But we're sliding it up this week, Monday through Wednesday, 10 a.m., to 12 p.m. Now, no TDC on Thursday. The reason is that is a very busy travel day for us. We'll be getting out the Airbnb. We'll also be heading to Somerville. More of that in just a second. So no TDC on Thursday. And then on Friday, we'll be back to the normal schedule, back in studio, noon to 2 on Friday, which will be a really, really fun one as we will be sitting on Garnet and Black Spring Game, game day Eve, as we'll take your questions, your comments, your calls, and we'll get everybody ready for the Garnet and Black Spring Game. Now, speaking of this week as well, really excited to talk about Somerville as the Spring Tour continues with our friends over at Carolina Alehouse. We'll be at the Alehouse location in Somerville, South Carolina, this Thursday. Things will get going at 6 o'clock, and they will roll to 
until until you guys want to disperse, until you guys do want to leave. We'll have all the merchandise on hand, of course. The Beamer Ball to the Moon t-shirts, which are only being sold exclusively at these events right now. We'll also have the Beamer Ball towels. We'll have the koozies. We'll have free koozies to give away. Also, guys, I'll do, do a bit of a Q&A session. I know the last two tour events were kind of funky just because – we had these Thursday through Saturday baseball series, so it kind of it kind of crossed over in regards to being a watch party and the tour event, but more so a watch party. So really excited to kind of get back to normal things, if you will, with the spring tour, getting back, asking or excuse me, talking with you guys, taking questions, hanging out, shaking hands, kissing babies. You all know the drill. Selling some merch. Going to be a really fun time, though, Thursday night, Carolina Alehouse, Somerville. And if you need all the details, they are on Social media, I believe it's 191 Sigma Drive in Somerville. But again, all those details can be found pinned to the top of our social media pages. Six o'clock until the late hours of the night. Really, really excited. We always draw a really, really good crowd in Somerville. And I know that this tour stop will be no different. Now, guys, I teased the Garnet and Black Spring game and the content and exactly what we're going to be doing for the spring game. Bit of a spoiler if you guys did not know. Yours truly, I am not going to be in Columbia for the Garnet and Black spring game. If you have any questions in regards to why I'm not going to be there, please reach out to me and I will let you know. I have gone through this in regards to my philosophy this year, or at least recently on going to games and why I'm not going to games and why I'm staying behind. If you need more of an explanation, if you have not heard me break this all down, which I feel like I've done so multiple times. I'll be more than happy to tell you exactly what the plan is. But I feel like in regards to creating content and the best way that we can cover this thing and dissect it, and most importantly, provide value to the end consumer and you all, I will be staying back. We are not going to Columbia for the Garnet Black Spring game. Instead, yours truly will be in studio. We are going to do, yes, a live stream Watch along for the Garnet and Black Spring Game where you guys will get to see my live reactions to everything taking place in the Spring Game. That'll get going right at kickoff, 7 o'clock, and that will stream until the Spring Game is over. So again, I'll probably stay live after it's over for about 15, 20 minutes, take your questions, comments, and maybe even calls, sort of a live reaction, if you will, to everything that takes place in the spring game. So again, going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. If you tuned in any of our live stream watch-alongs for baseball, if you will, it will be that exact same format, that exact same setup, but for the spring game. And Saturday going to be a lot of fun. This weekend going to be a lot of fun with the Gamecocks traveling up to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. You have that game, I believe, on Saturday at 3 o'clock and the spring game at 7. So again, guys, if you have questions in regards to why we're not going to the spring game or what have you, I would love to answer those, and I'm sure I will get asked about it during this week, and I will explain yet again in regards to efficiency and flexibility and staying back to create content at an extremely high level in the studio, but that is the reason why we are doing that, and again, guys, would love to answer any questions and explain things to you guys, but I think these live stream watch-alongs and staying back, watching the games on TV, creating content, being plugged in on my phone, on my laptop, uh, being in studio Really excited for the opportunity that that presents to create content and drive value at an even higher level. Let me also say, as of right now, 
I do believe that we will have merchandise on hand Saturday in Columbia, South Carolina that can be bought before the spring game. So just stay tuned for all the details on social media. I will let you guys know exactly where we will have people and where they will be selling merchandise, specifically the Beamer Ball merchandise, which I know is the hot ticket item right now. So again, guys, thank you all for your understanding, your love, your support, and I expect the live stream watch along for the Garnet and Black Spring Game to be a massive success, just like all of the other live stream watch alongs have been. Heck, I think it's going to be even bigger and better because you all know nothing moves the needle like South Carolina football does for sure. With that being said, hey, let's go ahead and dive into everything talking South Carolina baseball as the Gamecocks split a weather-shortened series against the number one LSU Tigers, taking game one on Thursday. Now, it feels like this series happened forever ago, by the way, because it was shortened. But uh, they take game one on Thursday night in a magical night at Founders Park by a final score of 13-5. to And then, unfortunately, on Friday afternoon, losing that ball game 8-7 to in really what was heartbreaking fashion if you will, and I, you know, unfortunately, I feel like that's the big takeaway. You know, guys, obviously, it's it's not often, it's basically never that we're sitting here doing a show on a Monday, and there's no winner <laughs> in the contest that took place over the weekend. And I was sitting there thinking before the show, I was like, you know, it's it's normally I have some sort of a reaction, right? Either South kind of won or they lost, and I am reacting accordingly. And I certainly don't have no take or no opinion here on this Monday, but it's just sort of a different situation to be in when you split a series one and one. And I will say this, I told you guys, you know, last week, late last week, going to that series, that no matter what the result was, whether the Gamecocks took two of three, whether they lost two of three, I thought South Carolina was going to show all of college baseball and prove it to the country that they were legit, that they were a contender, that they were truly one of the elite's of college baseball. And although you split 1-1, and although you lost a game, I think that's exactly what happened. You look at what D1 Baseball is saying right now. The rankings, of course, will come out today. You look at what everybody on social media, everybody that knows the game of college baseball is saying, it looked like a pair of Omaha-caliber teams going at each other. For the 18 innings, they did get in play. Now, again, it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. The game three did not get played. Why they couldn't schedule a doubleheader on Thursday. Why they couldn't have played a game on Sunday. Why these SEC rules exist where you have three days to get in three games. Guys, I have no idea. And again, it's a crying shame that we were not able to get that third game. We'll start with Thursday. And what a game. I, I mean, just an incredible display, an incredible performance. And unfortunately, of course, due to weather yet again, our dream matchup of Skeens versus Sanders was shortened. But the way that the Gamecocks tattooed, and I mean tattooed Paul Skeens, was absolutely incredible. I had talked all week long. Paul Skeens this, Gavin Dugas that, you know, Trey Morgan this, Dylan Cruz that. South Carolina did not care. Played with that confidence. Played with that moxie. Played with that swag that we've seen all year long. Also, I do want to give credit to Mark Kingston. 
because I doubted the decision to sit Will Sanders, thought it was a bad move. I did also note that, hey, they know Will Sanders better than I do. They know what's best for him. But still, I said I would not have done it. All Will Sanders does is go out there, three innings pitched, two hits, one run, no earned, and four strikeouts. And again, it's unfortunate that his outing was shortened because of the weather. He could not come back out. But I thought it definitely showed it was the right decision. I thought Will Sanders looked much, much better than we had seen him before. He he looked much more like the Will Sanders of old, if you will. The stuff was much better. thought it was a lot sharper. He was in the zone a lot more, locating his pitches. He was getting ahead of hitters. And what you saw, again, was the stuff working much more effectively. But what South Carolina's lineup did in that game, right? What their lineup did in that ball game, led by... Ethan Petrie. And we've been talking about it all year long. The best freshman in all of college baseball. Guys, he might be the best hitter. One of the best hitters undoubtedly right now in all of college baseball. Two for three in that game. Two home runs. A grand slam. And eight RBI. Again, it was one of those nights that reminded you of 2010, 2011, 2012. And it was, again, one of those ball games where you just say to yourself, how can you not be romantic about the game of baseball to steal a line from Moneyball, if you will? Just an incredible performance by the Guardcocks in game one. And I thought that game alone proved that this South kind of ball club is for real and is legit. And it's unfortunate you didn't take two games. It's really, truly unfortunate you did not find a way to take that series 2-0. Had the advantage 7-3 going to the top of the eight. And then disaster strikes. The Grand Slam. And you knew that LSU was a top team. Number one in the country, obviously. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Didn't get there by accident. Are a really, really good ball club. They are complete top to bottom. There's so many places in their lineup that they can hurt you. So many different places. And I'll say this too, by the way. South Carolina's pitching staff did an incredible job 
with a man that nobody in the SEC has been able to get out. That is Dylan Cruz. Just looking at his numbers, one for three in game one and 0 for three in game two. So South Carolina held a 530 hitter to one for six in two games. Give a kudos and a job well done to that pitching staff. You know, I thought Jack Mahoney was solid for you. You know, Jack Mahoney is your typical game three starter, right? He's not perfect. He's not great, but he's damn good enough. He's always efficient and always gives you a chance to win. Chris Veach, fantastic in relief. Kate Austin, you know, and Mark Kingston talked about the decision to leave him in there. I, I really didn't have guys much of a problem with it. If he gets that out or if somebody else comes in, he brings in Jerzenbeck, what have you, and he gives up the bomb, then guess what? Mark Kingston now is all of a sudden an idiot for not leaving Kate Austin and letting him work out of that. Guys, it's just baseball. You roll the dice. Sometimes a guy makes a pitch. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes the guy hits it out and he ties the ball game. And it's unfortunate how it happened. And it was heartbreaking. You had the lead. I thought the Gamecocks had that in the bag, about to take it 2-0 and maybe even go for the sweep. And again, unfortunately, it just did not happen. But the takeaway is this, and the takeaway probably would have been the same again, whether the Gamecocks lost two of three, one, two of three, what this team showed is they're legitimate. Not that we needed this series to, you know, are we really actually that good? I felt that way coming in, but I think South Carolina showed you this is a true Omaha club. It's not a perfect club. No club is. Look at LSU. They're not perfect either, and they're sitting there at number one. But Carolina can be an Omaha club. You've got pieces up and down the lineup. You've got pitching depth out the wazoo. And you saw that on display. And a sea founders part, especially on Thursday night, it was such a shame that Mother Nature impacted what otherwise was going to be the series of maybe the year for South Carolina and maybe even LSU as well. But what you saw on Thursday night, Founders Park is still one of the best environments in all of college baseball, especially when the Yardcocks are popping off the way they are. But, uh, you know, outside of that, guys, I mean, again, you split a series 1-1. Unfortunately, Friday afternoon, lose your first home game of the season. But it just confirmed what I already thought about South Carolina. This team is really good, and, and this team is capable of going to Omaha. This team's capable of winning a national championship. It'll all be about are you playing your best baseball when it matters most. But, um, you know, I, I thought Carolina, I think the takeaway is this. I You know, it was crazy to me. To see people freaking out on social media the way they were on Friday afternoon. And I understand that was a painful loss. I totally get it, guys. I get it. The Yardcocks blew it. I totally get it. Hey, maybe tip the cap to LSU somewhat. The number one team in the entire country. They weren't going to lay down. They weren't going to roll over. They weren't just going to let South Carolina, you know, wipe them off the field with a second straight game. And they made a comeback. Give them some kudos. No doubt the Gamecocks helped them but give them some kudos. But I think the takeaway should be this, that South Carolina went toe-to-toe with the number one team in college baseball and did not flinch, not even remotely. Hey, you lost game two, but you weren't intimidated. You weren't scared. You, you, you weren't, you know, you thought nothing of it. And I thought what you saw, the attitude that you heard earlier last week when a guy like Eli Jerzenbeck says, no, no, no. They got to play South Carolina. We don't have to play LSU. When Mark Kingston said, we're good, they're good, let's go play. And then you saw that attitude reflected on Thursday night. Heck, you saw it on Friday, too. Like I said, this team didn't lose because they panicked, because they were because they were intimidated. 
hey, LSU made a great comeback. You threw a bad pitch. The guy hits it out. It is what it is. And I'm already, you know, I, I saw, even in our big cock club discord, saw people coming after Mark Kingston. And you think somebody like me, I'd be ready to pounce on Kingston after last year, after I called for his job. Guys, you're 28 and four. 28 and four. Nine and two in SEC play. It's going to take a lot more than one questionable decision, not even the wrong decision, but a questionable decision to have me back on my fire Kingston tirade, if you will. The decision to leave Kate Austin in, questionable. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But you trust your guys. You give them opportunities. Kate Austin's been one of your guys all year long. You didn't have a guy in there that you feel like couldn't handle the moment. You didn't have a guy in there that you felt like he didn't belong. Kate Austin's done it time and time and time and time again for you. And unfortunately, this time, he just didn't get it done. And guess what? He'll get another opportunity. They'll run him back out there. And you hope that time that he does get it done. End of story. So I think a positive weekend for South Carolina. I I really do believe so. Again, it's unfortunate they didn't get to play that third game. I think the Gamecocks at home even with TBA on the bump, would have been primed to take game three and take the series and what would have been a huge series victory. But uh, the game canceled, and now South Carolina and LSU will effectively only play 29 conference games. So I I wonder, and this is probably a question I'll pose today on the Daily Crow and throughout the week, but like, what is the mood now of fans of the Yardcocks? after that weekend series. Do, do you feel like me? Like, do you feel like the Gamecocks, even though they lost the game and even though you split, do you feel like this team proved they are an Omaha-caliber club or do you sort of feel like which is this team more of the one we saw in game one or the one we saw in game two? Like I said, I, I think this team proved They are an elite ball club, one of the best in college baseball. I think the rankings that drop today will reflect that. Guys, let's move to our Ooh Ooh Series MVP award. No suspense here. I mean, Ethan Petrie. What he did in that game one alone was absolutely incredible, guys. I mean, that was a display Unlike anything we've ever seen. For the weekend, he goes three for six, hits 500, two home runs, nine RBI, eight of which came in game one. A true freshman taking Paul Skeens and his 100-mile-an-hour fastball deep like it was nothing. How many times has he won this award now? And the fact that we get to watch him for two more full seasons at minimum, and I think that's all we're going to get, but two more seasons in the Garnet and Black, unreal. Going to be a lot of fun. Let's move into Slap Big of the Weekend. It's got to go to Mother Nature. Uh, Sorry about it, Mother Nature, but not allowing us to play a third game. Or it could go to the SEC for having a dumbass rule that you have three days to play three games. Why, if you start a series on a Thursday, why can't you play game three on Sunday? Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Mother Nature and the SEC slap dicks, co-slap dicks of the weekend, since y'all love to hand out these co-awards, if you will. Let's move into who's hot 
and who's not. When you look at who's hot, you got to go with Chris Veach, the reliever. This dude's incredible, man. It just shut down. Three innings pitched, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, three walks, and five strikeouts over the weekend. You wonder if maybe they could have left him in there another inning, but uh, you made the move when you did. But Chris Veach was absolutely fantastic against a lethal LSU lineup, by the way. Who's not? Unfortunately, it's the man that came in right after him, Kate Austin. Uh, one innings pitched, two hits, four runs, four earned, two walks, two strikeouts. And like I said, that decision to leave Kate Austin in for as long as they did, that will be one. That will be a decision they debate for that's looked back on, looked back on, excuse me, for quite a while and talked about and debated, if you will. We look at what's next for the Yardcocks. Tomorrow night, Gamecocks return to action. They take on USC Upstate in the midweek at Founders Park before traveling to Nashville this week and to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores and what's most likely going to be, if not a top five matchup, most certainly a top 10 matchup. So right after, right, you just had this huge series against number one in all of college baseball, you turn right around and you take on a top five team in the Vanderbilt Commodores. So we're really getting into the meat in the SEC schedule. Going to be a lot of fun. Vandy, a high-caliber ball club. Really excited to see how the Gamecocks stack up, especially on the road. Going to be must-see TV all weekend long. Guys, that's going to do it all for me. Hey, appreciate you all tuning in again. Would love to hear your thoughts, your reactions, everything to the series over the weekend. If you have any questions, like I said, guys, in regards to content, the Daily Crow, the live stream, watch-alongs. Hey, if you have any questions in regard to the TSUS Spring Tour, how to get in touch with us, how to find us, please reach out, let me know. But other than that, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Excited for this week. Cannot wait to dive into everything in regards to the Garnet and Black Spring game, getting on the road, getting out and about, seeing you all. That's what it's all about. I'm fired up again, guys. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you all on Thursday. is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done